0: Finovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. Joining me today, we have Adam Lowe, Chief Product and Innovation Officer of Arculus by Composecure. Adam, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today.
1: Great to be here, looking forward to it.
0: So I think a lot of people have likely heard about Composecure, uh, but maybe not Arculus. Can you start by taking a little bit of time and just sort of walking us through uh, your own background and Arculus and how that came to be?
1: Sure, absolutely. So I've been with Compose Secure just over 10 years now. Uh, we've grown the company from a relatively small, you know, privately owned company, all the way up to publicly traded on NASDAQ now. And we are the world's leader far and away in production of metal cards. So in Compo, I'm Chief Product and Innovation Officer. So that means it's uh, my job and my team's job to come up with new ideas to help push the industry forward. And with that, we came up with Arculus. So we looked at uh, those beautiful payment cards, metal payment cards that we produce for everyone and saw kind of an underutilized platform. And what I mean by that is that chip inside is capable of doing some amazing cryptography. And it really today only did payment. So what we did was we added a lot of math that's really good at making keys and securing keys and tying those to identities and called it Arculus. And that means we can secure your digital assets and digital identity uh, in banking, computing, enterprise, and even the blockchain. And we created that software stack and called it Arculus. So now not only can you have a premium payment experience, that same payment experience can keep you safe and it's in just about everybody's pocket around the world.
0: Yeah, it's really cool technology. And, and obviously I've seen it a couple of times through... Uh, meeting you at Finnovate a few times now at this point, Um, I think one of the things that I want to start off is when most bankers think about fraud prevention, they're typically thinking about it from the standpoint of preventing something unpleasant from happening. But good anti-fraud solutions can actually open new opportunities for FIs. And that's not something that everybody thinks of that way. What are some of the opportunities that banks are missing if they only think about it from the standpoint of preventing loss?
1: Sure. So I think, you know, when people think about identity or fraud, to your point, they're only thinking about a cost. I incur cost when there's fraud. I incur cost when I potentially you lose a user. You know, if you think about identity holistically, right? End to end as part of that user journey, if you do it well, it's actually an opportunity. Because if you do it well, you can reduce friction, which means you're going to have more quote completed carts, you're going to have more completed user journeys. That means your user is going to get done whatever they're going to get done, and you're going to make more money, they're going to be happier. So if you think about it, right? if you implement the technology well, you can get rid of things like passwords, have a better user journey, people will like your platform, increase wallet share, increase revenue, even increase brand exposure. So now not only is your FI brand associated with premium payments, it's associated with security. And An important point for fintechs is they don't often have branches the card is their only touch point with their customer. When they pull out that card, not only are they associating with that payment journey, but now that brand is also keeping them safe. So that's all on the top line. And I think you know doing identity well can actually grow your top line and there's data around that. You look at eBay as an example, there's published white papers about when they went past wordless, it significantly increased their revenue and completed carts. Um, but it also saves on the bottom line. So the, the classic things you would think about you know, reduce fraud, reduce account takeovers, reduce password reset costs, reduce call center time, all of those things that are going to improve your bottom line. So said succinctly, if you do identity well, you'll grow your top line and save on your bottom line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool. And I, I love the connection to PayPal and, and bringing that in. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the customer acquisition and brand engagement side of this specifically and how that really fits into the the larger kind of fraud prevention picture?
1: Absolutely. So you know we have a number of, of fintech customers that actually use this identity technology for engagement, and what I mean by that is right once you create the strong identity, and you're tying it to your account, you can use it to engage with your customers. So tap your card to win Beyonce tickets, tap your card to enter in this contest. So that's direct, and then indirectly, um, as I kind of mentioned, you know once you your brand is associated with Good security, it will acquire more customers. So in the same way, there are security products out there that help people feel safe. You know, whether it be the life locks of the world or others, you know, you can have that same affirmative feeling and same safety feeling associated with your payment brand by doing identity well, and you can use that in helping to acquire your customers. Right, our safe program, our program that has strong identity, et cetera, et cetera, and we've seen that be successful for partners as well.
0: Yeah, I think you you touched on a crucial word there, and that's the word feeling, right? It's a lot about the, the customer's perception, how they feel about it is absolutely massive. Um, One crucial piece here, of course, is the the culture that exists within a given financial institution. In many cases, what you're talking about here kind of requires a shift in thinking um, to, to take advantage of some of these opportunities. Can you talk a little bit about that side of things, how banks need, and maybe specifically their executive teams, how they need to change the way they think about this in order to take advantage of some of these pieces?
1: Or sure. I think sometimes when we have initial conversations with people about this technology, you know, they think about it just as a cost. Okay, uh, it's going to cost me X to reduce this fraud by Y, and will that pay for itself, et cetera. And we really end up bringing several execs across the bank to discuss this because it affects the top line, right? It affects the business. It can drive revenue. Uh, We talk to the fraud group because it reduces fraud. It reduces fraud costs. You know, there's a number of levers, and we, we built an ROI model to show this, that, you know, if even one of them were to move, it can more than pay for the program. You know, and sometimes it's things people don't think about. So a great example would be call centers. So a lot of our premium call products, premium card products, have call centers in the United States. It's significant cost. You know, here you can tie identity back again to this card. So imagine you, uh, a person queries up, you tap that card, proves their identity, and their identity is already verified before they get into that call center. Yep, massive talk time savings. Uh, which adds up very very quickly and is substantive to the company so we have companies there that that's a major driver and is very important to them other companies have uh significant you know, account takeover issues that fraud savings is the biggest cost driver for them but the important part is they need to think about this holistically and not just as a single acquisition PNL cost or you know security PNL cost but really a, a sea change to how secure identity can bring value to the company
0: Yeah, as is so often the case, it involves bringing a lot of different groups together in order to really get everybody to kind of be on the same team here. And and obviously that's, usually easier said than done, but when you're able to do it well, there's massive benefits out there. I wanna switch gears now um, and and talk about the fraud side more specifically. You know, obviously a bank does need to make sure that it's doing everything it can to keep its customers safe. It's not all about trying to play offense and go in and get new customers and grow that bottom line. Um, What are some of the biggest threats that you're seeing in terms of fraud style attacks that banks are dealing with right now?
1: Or I think the root of the problem uh, that banks have to deal with and contend with is that most platforms are still on older tech. Right? They're on usernames and passwords, which are inherently a problem. Right? Uh, passwords are nothing but a shared secret. And anybody that's ever shared a secret with someone knows that that's inherently a problem. So banks have to get off of that technology and onto key based technology. So, in the same way that I trust the deadbolt on my front door, I should trust digital keys to secure my digital life. Uh, Not only that, but most 2FA, so two-factor authentication methods, are often a text message or an email. Uh, Those are pretty weak and given the speed of AI and cheaper computing power, they can often be attacks against those automated. So Here, um, instead of again, trusting some knowledge-based model, you either have the key in your pocket or on your phone, or you don't and we think that's a much better solution in a way to fundamentally change the game against people trying to attack a system.
0: Yeah, you, you touched on AI, and obviously this is something which has been pretty well documented, the various ways that AI can be used to enhance the capabilities of of what fraudsters are able to actually do. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's this kind of idea out there that maybe the only way to fight that is through, you know, new and better AI, the sort of AI arms race type of thing. Can you talk a little bit about that and, and what your views are on, on effectively combating those AI-enabled fraud solutions?
1: Sure, yeah, absolutely. So, AI is really buzzy right now, and there's some good stuff, and there's some stuff that smoke and mirrors. And I, I don't think that you need AI to fight AI. So AI is good at what it is good for. It's a great marketing tool, uh, can be great at engagement, can be great at analyzing data, but I don't think that you need it to take on offense against people attacking your system. You know, what AI is, right? It's a it's a nonlinear regression, right? It's a probabilistic model. It's looking at data and making a best guess, you know what barculus is and other systems are are key based right so it's deterministic not probabilistic you either have that key in your pocket that has a certificate backing it up and you unlock that system or you don't you know when it comes to my security i don't want to trust it to a probabilistic model i want to trust it to a key the same way i trust keys for my house
0: yeah i think that's a really good way to think about it and again slightly different from how a lot of people in this space are, are thinking and talking about it. Obviously, AI is an incredibly hot topic right now, which is playing a role. But at the end of the day, the the high-level goal isn't necessarily about how you achieve something, it's about whether or not you're able to safely lock the door to continue your analogy. Um, Are there any other specific threats that you see on the horizon that banks need to be thinking about right now and guarding themselves against?
1: I think uh, they really specifically need to be looking at social engineering, and I think many are. But the quality of deepfakes is gonna continue to improve. The quality of social engineering attacks is going to continue to improve. Uh, you know, I personally know people that have, you know, had people call them that were trying to pretend they were their parents. Some were successful, some weren't, but they were all very seemingly authentic. So, you know, here uh, again, you know, if if you had keys on both side of that equations, um, and you had an app where you could just say verify, right, then all that guessing comes out of it. So, I think banks need to be uh, on the outlook for more sophisticated social engineering attacks and how to take the guessing out of the equation.
0: Yeah, that's one of those things that is very scary. And it has a way of kind of arresting our imaginations when you start thinking about, you know, people in your network or your friends and family getting calls that sound like they're from you, but they're not actually from you. This is one of those things that's easy to see why people kind of fixate on it because It is terrifying, but at the same time, there are things that you can do to fight against it. And so um, I want to switch gears now and talk specifically about Arculus because, you know, we've kind of hinted around this, but obviously you've really structured a solution that's designed to balance multiple sides here, keeping everything secure, making sure that the doors stay locked while also maintaining a strong customer experience. So my question is, what are you able to do that others aren't and how are you able to balance those two sides of it?
1: So uh, what Archeos does in a nutshell is that we added what's known as elliptic curve technology to cards. So to my knowledge, we're the first in payments to do that. And what that does is it allows us to use special types of keys and signatures to keep people safe. So in addition to doing that premium payment experience, we can securely sign messages that prove who you are uh, and keep you securely logged into your bank platform of choice. So the same type of system has been advocated and approved by, you know, Microsoft, Instagram, Google, Apple, etc. In fact, Arculus can secure your root email or Apple ID across every you know, smartphone on the planet, uh, and it's the same type of key-based uh, systems that the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency (CISA) calls the gold standard for security. So you know, it is a zero-trust system. It means again, in short, you have a key in your pocket or you don't. And the important thing is that it's super easy to use. So it's even easier than an authentication app, right? I can stay in my app experience, pull out my card, tap it, pin, and log in. And you know, for low risk events, you don't even need to do that. Use your device biometric, the key inside your phone and unlocks. So you know, we've paired it with that mobile experience. So easy unlocks for low risk things tap that card for medium and high-risk events, prove who you are. So we select to say one tap total security because that's it. Uh, One tap and it can secure your banking life.
0: Yeah, and again, I think the simplicity of it is is really cool. Um, I would encourage anybody to learn more about about Arculus, and and there's a couple of resources available. Um, but it, it is a really cool platform. I want to end by by zooming out. Um, I think we're in a moment right now where obviously there are a lot of kind of scary things that are going on, and a lot of potential sources for fraud. But what what actually excites you the most about the work you're doing right now? What what are you sort of eager to see that's coming in the next few years?
1: Yeah, so I'm really excited about the continued digitization of the space. And while that kind of sounds a little scary for some, I'm really excited about it because it means faster, cheaper, better. It means better experiences for users, lower costs for users, more efficiencies for their platforms. You know, if you look at a dollar, right, it used to be very expensive and it's still somewhat expensive to move a dollar around the world. You know, we're coming to a place where a dollar can be moved instantly for almost free. And, you know, working on that experience to be safe, secure, and simple uh, is really exciting. And Arculus is excited to partner with our banks and FIs on how to keep that future safe.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. And and honestly, it really does come down to that consumer experience at the end of the day. We're in a moment now where so much more is possible. Obviously, there are threats that we have to make sure we avoid. But keeping your eyes on that kind of bigger picture, what can we do now that we didn't Uh, that we weren't able to do before is such a energizing and exciting way to think about it. So obviously a lot still to come. Um, Adam, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me here today. Um, Look forward to continuing to see you on the Finnovate stage over the course of the next year. And for anybody else who's interested in learning more, again, the product is Arculus by Secure, And I've been talking with Adam Lowe, their chief product and innovation officer.